Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. Today, we're going to get immediate reaction on Brennan Thompson's commitment to the University of Texas. The Spearman Speedster uh, announced for the Longhorns just moments ago. Uh, and in Spearman today is Jerry Hamilton, on three's national recruiting analyst, also a member of the Inside Texas staff, uh, as well as getting reaction on what Brennan Thompson means for the Longhorns. We're also going to preview that visitor list for the all-important game in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl this weekend. Uh, a lot of top 300 players in the country will be there who are undecided, including other speedsters, some big line. Uh, so we're going to bring in Jerry here in a second. I will mention, if you get a chance uh, and are so kind to do so, would you please subscribe to this video uh, channel on YouTube just by clicking the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. And or uh, like us and rate us uh, if you enjoy the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Uh, so let's bring in Jerry Hamilton now. And let's talk about the big commitment the Longhorns got today and Brennan Thompson. All right, Jerry Hamilton, you're joining us uh, there in Spearman, Texas. Long road trip for you today? Quite the quite the drive. Uh, I'm sitting here. I think it's just with some quail and uh, you know different different time. Not I'm not a sportsman, but that's all I see, man. <laughs> I, I did I did pass a lot of oil money on the way up here, though. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. I bet I bet you did in tumbleweed. I think it's <laughs> I think it's one of the pheasant hunting capitals of the world. By there the way, there you go. Um, all right. The reason you're up there, let's talk about it. Brennan Thompson commits to Texas today. What do you see on film with the kid uh, from Spearman? Yeah, you know, he burst onto the scene uh, as a sophomore, obviously on tape and then running that 10.18, 100 meters. Uh, you know, I'd see a guy that's really slowly progressed as a wide receiver. You know, he, he works with a, a guy, Jacob Morrison, who's done a pretty good job with him, teaching him a little bit about uh, route running and a little bit of the nuances. And he kind of a jack of all trades at Spearman, obviously, prior to his injury. But I see a guy that from sophomore to junior tape, Bobby, he made more arms extended, sure-handed catches. I, 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 he got his hands in a better position uh, to make the catch. He got in and out of a break a little quicker. And look, he's not playing with a big-time quarterback when he's not playing quarterback. But you still see some of the some of the progression and the development happening uh, with him. And so he's a guy that's able to pick up what the guys he Jacob Morrison, the guys he works with, are telling him and take it to the field. And, and you put that with his willingness to be physical, which shows up at defensive back on tape. Uh, this is not a kid that it, he's a wiry, strong kid. He's not going to shy away from contact, similar to what kind of our questions about Xavier Worthy, right? Coming in, how's he going to do when he goes across the mill and gets hit? Um, so Brennan's got, I think, a lot of those same qualities. He's a tough kid. He's a country kid. Look, he works on the tractor when he's not playing football or running track, okay? This is a tough kid. He's got some mental toughness about him playing through that injury as long as he did. He hadn't been healthy for a year now. 
uh, since that injury was misdiagnosed. Obviously, I had the bone spur removed. So he's shown some mental toughness, some physical toughness. But I've seen some advancement as a wide receiver. And then you get to a guy that runs 10-3-8. And there just aren't many in the country that can actually play football with pads on. Yeah, and I, th- I think you mentioned the mental makeup. And, and from talking to people uh, around him uh, and in Spearman, one of the things they bring up is, you know, just exactly – He's not a he's not a tap me and he'll go down type of runner. Um, he's played quarterback. He's played DB. He's played receiver. He's run the ball. Uh, you're you're dealing with a guy that is from a small school, not unlike Jonathan Brooks, right? Same two A three A level kind of school that had to do it all because if he didn't, nobody else. I mean, not not that Spearman's like you know it's a it's a decent program. My point is is that uh, he had to do a lot of different things. And when kids at that age have to wear a lot of hats, play different sports, play different positions, it tends to me to mean that they have more juice left in the tank once they get to college. And let me say, and I'll add on to that, Bobby, what impressed me maybe most about uh, Brennan is last spring on the track. Look, at the beginning of track season, and we didn't know how hurt he was, right? You just saw him running 10-8. 10-9. And every, so I was guilty of it. I was like, well, the 10-1-8, I mean, he must have run in a 35-mile-an-hour wind. And, but then you get see him start to get a little healthier after the football season. And and his and, and his and his trainer told me, he said, look, Jerry, he's not – I made a call after the 10-9s, and I was like, well, hey, what's going on here? And he said, look, he's still dealing with an injury. They're not quite sure what it is. He said he's getting healthier day by day, week by week. But that mental toughness to hang in in the track season then end up going from running 10-9 to running 10-3-8, which is probably – you know, they think he's going to run 10-2s after he's healthy this spring. And then the win – you get third in state in 100, uh, win state in the 200 at 21-27. Fighting through that adversity and injury, I think, is a really big check in a box for his future on the football field because I think that showed a lot. A lot of guys would have shut it down. Yeah, next thing, obviously chooses Texas over both A&M and Oklahoma State. Um, where uh, your thought process on that um, and what it means for momentum for the Longhorns? I think it's huge momentum uh, for Texas. Look, I mean, he's the number 40-ranked kid in the country because he's a really fast kid. Other prospects know who he is. Um, you know, and I think this is a big win for Steve Sarkeesian and Jeff Banks. Look, they're recruiting him at Alabama. Um, so when they got to Texas, they've been targeting the kid all along. But Texas A&M did a really good job. They got him on campus twice versus Texas once in the spring and summer. Uh, of course, Brennan then didn't come back and make uh, the official visit. But, you know, Texas A&M had all that momentum built up in June, and they were riding that momentum with Brennan. And, and for a while there, it looked like he was leaning uh, to Texas A&M, obviously coming down, making the official visit uh, to Texas. I think, you know, one of the things you can't talk about enough is how big Jordan Shipley was just the time spent on that visit uh, because Brennan obviously we're talking about a small town kid a kid that has that loves to hunt and fish and do all those things and he needed somebody that he could relate to on that visit at Texas explain to him look I'm a small town guy but I was in the big city of Austin I still live in the area now but it's only an hour away from Austin for me to get away and do all those things that you love 
and that I love. So it's easily doable. You can play big time football in a big city, big university, University of Texas, but still get away easily and do all those things you love to do. I think that was huge at the end of the day in making uh, Brennan feel comfortable in being able to envision himself playing and attending the University of Texas. I got to laugh a little bit real quick, and it has nothing to do with what you said. I can hear the wind of West Texas whipping on the, on the microphone. And I, I just, whenever I think of West just, Texas. Bobby, I'm just glad it's 60 degrees this morning, okay? <laughs> okay. Hey, so Brennan, Brennan uh, selects Texas. The other thing that I want to bring up here before, and I do want to get into the Texas OU visitor list because that momentum, I want to talk about how that can carry over into this weekend. But the other thing I want to mention that not people, many people realize Texas went on a run. There's 22 commitments now total with Brennan. Texas went on a run of a lot of defensive commitments. I think four or five defensive linemen uh, pledged, linebacker out of Santa Ana, California committed, uh, a DB out of New Orleans. There, there were a lot of guys that jumped on board. But this is the first offensive commitment since, or since July 2nd when the two offensive linemen, Hudson, uh, Cole Hudson and, and Connor Robinson, uh, Robertson, decided to pick Texas. Two things that, that I want to ask about, okay? One is, does that mean Steve Sarkeesian is still being that selective on offense because he hasn't, like, widened his net, so to speak, if that makes sense? Right. And then second, do you think that their start, which I do, I, I think their start on offense predicated more people taking another look. I better look closer at what Sarkeesian's doing because now the proof is in the pudding. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. Um, you know, the defensive guys, obviously, Texas won those recruitments. But you go back, you know, Texas had a rough run uh, there on offense. You know, Jordan Hudson goes to SMU after he decommits. Uh, Kelvin Banks to Oregon. Cam Williams to Oregon. So they took some hits there in late June, early July. But what I think they've done as a staff is I think they pointed to the season and they really believe in the product that they're going to have on the field. And I've been saying aesthetically pleasing offense because it's been so long since Texas fans have seen it and prospects and parents and all the people in the circle, all these prospects. I think putting that on the field is huge in recruiting. Uh, when you look at it, whether it's offensive line, wide receiver, you name it, tied in any position. Um, it's been a long time since people looked at Texas and said, that's a fun offense. But now you're starting to see that. So I think they've played the long game with some of these kids. Look, they're still going to fight for Kelvin Banks. Um, they're still going to fight for Jordan Hudson. They're going to fight on some of these guys that are committed to other places. I'll throw a little nugget in right now. Mario Cristobal, I think, feels that uh, Texas and A&M are still pushing on Kelvin Banks. Mario Cristobal is going to be at um, Summer Creek's game Friday night. I was just told that before we uh, did this uh, did this little Zoom. So um, that's kind of uh, – Oregon's feeling that a little bit. But I think Texas is being selective. I think they have their top targets. I think they know they need the high-end kids on the offensive line. They need the speed at wide receiver. They need playmakers and difference makers. And I think there's certain spots – 
you can't, you know, you got to have your seconds on the board. You got to have your board built out. But there's some of those spots where you can't afford to take that step back right now, especially with the portal. So I think they've done a good job kind of staying calm in offensive recruiting. Uh, they, they have their targets, your Evan Stewart, your Brendan Thompson's and all those guys. And they're just really working those guys, whether they're committed or not, knowing that if they don't fill those needs with those high level guys, they can go to the portal for immediate help. Yeah, I think calm is a great word. Patient would be another one, right? They've been yep. they've been somewhat patient when when some people like you and me were admittedly, hey, questioning what's going on. All right. Uh, hey, Bobby, Texas is a tough job to be patient, right? Because the fans aren't patient, especially after the last decade, right? And the people that cover Texas aren't patient. So credit to those guys for remaining patient uh, because there's a, there's a lot of pressure at that job. Next, thinking about it here, big game this weekend. I mean, you've, you've, Inside Texas dropped a lot of scoop this week. Evan Stewart, the wide receiver from, from a DFW, is going to be in, at the game. Jordan Hudson may be there, another receiver. A uh, couple offensive linemen. I mean, tell us about it. What's going on there? Yeah, I think the, uh, the the visitor list has gone from some really good 2023 prospects to now some top targets uh, are, are going to be there. Uh, look, Inside Texas broke yesterday that Devon Campbell. I stopped by Arlington Bowie. Um, Devon Campbell is going to be at the game Saturday, and that's big for Texas because, look, he's already been to Oklahoma. He's coming off watching Alabama maul Ole Miss on his official visit. He saw an unbelievable atmosphere in Tuscaloosa. His uncle's on the coaching staff at, at Bowie and said that he said that it was an unbelievable visit to Alabama. So I think it's huge for Texas, even though they can't have that face to face time to get him and Oklahoma, really. I mean, you're you know, you're battling Alabama for this kid. So one of the two wants to keep him close to home right but to get him in that atmosphere to get him at that game and if texas could go out and perform knowing you still have an official visit with campbell remaining then i think i think you're doing a really good job fighting off nick saban who's going to make his run for one of the top guards in the country and oklahoma who's already had campbell on campus a couple of times since june uh so i think it's big to get him on campus i think evan stewart is another big one look it, you know you want to see Xavier Worthy bounce back, get targeted. Him and Jordan Whitting can have big games Saturday and the biggest game of the season for the Sooners. But there's also a chance that Evan Stewart's going to be in Austin the following weekend for the Oklahoma State game. And, look, he opted out uh, the rest of his senior season, so he's got a little more time. Uh, you expect him to make those visits. He's scheduled to be at Alabama November 6th, so we'll see if he makes that visit or not. Florida's very much in the hunt. But if Texas can get him – to the Cotton Bowl Saturday, Evan Stewart, and then to Austin the following week. I mean, that's huge in this in the recruitment for Evan Stewart. You've seen it with Harold Perkins being on campus two weeks in a row. But the visitor list, Ashton Cozart, one of the top 2023 20, receivers in the country. He was at the Texas TCU game, so it'll be a second week in a row. He's watched Texas play. Um, and, and that list is, is growing. Uh, Shaz Preston, the top 300 receiver out of Louisiana. His father told me last night he's not going to be at the game, but the parents are going to be at the game because the mom's going to be in Dallas working. <laughs> and Texas is talking with uh, Preston's father and Shaz every other day, and, and they're very they're actively recruiting him. So the kid's not going to make it, but the parents are going to be there. Uh, but they're hoping to get to Austin later in the season. Jacoby Matthews is scheduled to be at the game and then scheduled to make his official to Austin the following weekend. So there's going to be big time targets, big time talent in the stands 2022, 2023 and beyond. And we'll see if Texas can carry over that momentum. So do you, do we know yet? Uh, I, we, we think Cam Williams, the big lineman from, from Duncanville that's committed, or committed to Oregon is going to be there, right? 
Yeah, he's going to be there, and Jordan Hudson is a most likely said yesterday he's going to be there. We'll see if SMU tries to shut that down. But, yeah, Cam Williams is going to be in attendance. What What about – but we don't know about the defensive end rush guy from Duncanville, Omar, Omari Abor. We don't know if he's going to be there? We don't – we do not know that as of today. Okay, gotcha. And, and so I'm looking at, at all of this, piecing it together, and how important, in your opinion, is the outcome of this game – like the the end, not let me preface this not just the outcome like the end result of the final score, but the how it happens whether win or lose the how it happens for Texas. Yeah, I, I think it, one of the big things for Texas is just one opinion here is your star was a star in the win over TCU. Bijan Robinson's now being talked about in the Heisman contention, right? Xavier Worthy looks like a freshman star. He had a freshman game against TCU. I think the big thing is how your stars play in these games is really big for me. I mean, you know, look, these are young guys. They're going to be returning to Texas next year. They're starting that you're kind of starting to see that perception change with Sarkeesian offensively. Uh, these guys have, need to have good games. They don't have great games, but they have good games. And that offense needs to continue to be aesthetically pleasing. I'm just going to keep saying that. I know I'm harping on it, but I think it's so important when you look at where Texas has been the last decade. So to your point, how it looks, you know, you, you can lose a 35-34, 35-31 game and still show all the signs that your program's going to ascend under Steve Sarkeesian. And that matters so much in recruiting. But to your point is, you know, how you win is just important as how you lose for a first-year coach when you're trying to get that talent level where you want it to be and ascend and build your program. Uh, but I think the win, you know, look, the bounce back the last three weeks uh, after the Arkansas loss has been huge because that was an ugly loss, right? But T Texas Tech was a beautiful win. You know, and Texas Tech looks 4-1 and one now. And then TCU was a grinded-out, tougher win when maybe you didn't have your best stuff offensively, but your best player made plays. And so you have a star player. You have a freshman receiver that could end up being a star player. And so you're starting to have some of these, these things happen at Texas that haven't for a while, and I think that matters in recruiting. And, and I think I, I did, I'm big, Bobby, and I sure, I'm sure you are too, identifiable players for kids in recruiting. When you look down the 2024, 2025, 2026 in recruiting, those kids are watching those star players. They identify with those guys. Sometimes they idolize those guys. Think about how many kids – talked about Vince Young and Tim Tebow for years that you would talk to on the phone, right? So Ricky Williams, I mean, so Texas is starting to have some identifiable players. And when you're at IMG, I was at IMG last week, Bobby, and Carnell Tate, one of the top 2023 20, receivers in the country, said, I like that Xavier Worthy's playing really well as a freshman and they're getting him involved, they're moving him around. So these kids are smart. They notice these things. So all that has to look really good on the field Saturday, win or lose, and then continue on. I've said nine. 10 wins this year is very important for Steve Sarkeesian because that means you're ascending and, and looking good on the field offensively. So whether you lose, win or lose Saturday, I think it's just how it looks to prospects and parents and coaches. Gotcha. Um, Jerry, uh, thanks for being up in Spearman and covering uh, Brendan Thompson's announcement today. Big get for the Longhorns without question. First big time uh, offensive recruit in a couple of months. And it is a big one um, and a fast one. <laughs> a fast one, yeah, absolutely one of the fastest players in the country. And look, it keeps Texas momentum going. I mean, they're they're ranked number three class right now, depending on where you look. 
uh, in our industry. But anytime you can say we have a top five class to the top targets remaining on the board and you're continuing to add these big time guys, uh, it just means so much with your message because you start with a vision. And now the kids are starting to see it on the field and it be in it and it becomes goes from perception to reality. And I think that's big in recruiting because you can get get another voice recruiting for you. So I think it's a huge gift for Texas. Jerry, thank you for joining us. Be safe. Don't get hit by any tumbleweeds uh, on your drive back. Uh, this has been on Texas football. Jerry and I both uh, work with uh, InsideTexas.com. If you're interested in a subscription there, we have a special right now going on. Please join us. We, we uh, me, Jerry, Eric Nalin, uh, Joe Cook, uh, Justin Wells, Paul Wadlington, uh, Ian Boyd. We're all on there all day, every day, trying to bring the best news we can and most informative uh, information, informative information. I guess that's a double thing. But anyways, we're, we're trying to bring you the best we can and also uh, talking with you on the message boards as well on a daily basis. Please join us. Uh, Jerry, uh, safe travels back home, bud. Uh, thanks, Bobby, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care now.